One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oye, mi gente, does your dad suffer from uncomfortable, rigid, and plain ugly jeans? Bueno, then this Father's Day, there's hope. Get your dad the perfect jean. They're stretchy, durable, and super suavecito. Available in 13 colors, six fits, and a wide range of sizes. Finding your dad the perfect pair of jeans has never been easier. So this Father's Day, don't get dad the same old, same old. Get him a pair of the perfect jean and use code BIDDLE20 for 20% off your first order at theperfectjean.nyc. Because the only thing dad will love more than a pair of these super comfortable jeans is knowing you saved money buying them. Show dad how much you appreciate him this Father's Day by surprising him with his new favorite pair of jeans, the perfect jean. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season season six six of Better Let Let Me Tell Tell You. Get on, it's something about an elevator. He's like, get on my elevator. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, if I was going to get into somebody's levels, I guess an elevator would be the best way to do it. Or the easiest way to do it. To go to levels? Well, yeah. I think of a warp zone. Sorry. Well, it's got to be easier to get on an elevator than a warp zone. <laughs> no, it's not a warp zone. You just go in a tube. Yeah, but then you got to find the right, you know, dual to jump in. 
No, you're not. You know you're jumping into warp zone number four. Who? I mean, when you go to the warp zone and it's it's world two, three, and four, who the hell goes into two? I don't know. People who probably only say, take a little bit off the top. <laughs> when they get a haircut? Yes. <laughs> I had never thought about it that yes. way. Um, That's exactly it. Well, we're recording. We are recording. Well, on that, yes, everybody, welcome yes. to episode... 253. 253, but let me tell you, I feel we were stuck in an even number forever. We were for a, for a minute there. And honestly, you kind of ruined a little bit my the intro that I had planned out in my head. Which was? Because I was going to say, like, welcome to the all-sleeveless edition of Pero Let Me Tell You. Well, but, but, you but you put on a jacket. Uh, it's to, me. To, to you know, I, your, your heat jersey. Yeah. And, you know, it's Arctic in here. But on top of that, That's you know, true. I'm That's demure. You're and <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, been, I haven't been to the gym in a minute. <laughs> Demir, yes. When I think of you, I think of a coquette. You know? like, <laughs> I haven't been to the gym in a minute, so but 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 I had to wear my heat jersey. You absolutely go did. heat, yes, go heat. Yes, as we're recording so, this, what first game on Fake Friday? We are um, the first game is going on as we sort of speak on Fake Friday. Yeah. Um, it wasn't looking too good. Uh, <laughs> but again, basketball, everything can change in like three seconds. Yeah, it's game one. Let's be yeah. a little bit hopeful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, what's awesome is that the Heat um, <clears throat> the Heat are in the finals, which is great. So go Heat. Go Heat. Go yes, Heat. Absolutely. Let's go Heat. Let's go that Heat. That game last Let's Saturday. Let's go Heat. I mean, you know I'm not a big sports person, but even I was like chewing my nails. Yeah, basketball. I don't see creatures. Basketball, I mean, I have to admit, I'm a bit of a bandwagoner when it yeah. comes to basketball. Yeah. My my stick is baseball. It always has been. Um, but I obviously do get into You can say I'm a bandwagoner. Um, I oh, do get admit in, it. I do get into the heat, you know, especially when they're doing well <laughs> or they're in the, you know, they're in the playoffs, uh, definitely when they're in the finals. Right. And just basketball, I have to tell you, it gives you this sense of anxiety. It's intense. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, the difference between, again, I'm, I'm a baseball person, between baseball and basketball is that, you know, baseball is a low-scoring sport. Yeah. Right? It's leisurely um, almost. Okay, I wouldn't say that Well, compared either. to basketball. But it's it's a low-scoring sport, right? So, I mean, a, bas a baseball game that has... 15 runs is like, whoa. Yeah, that was a big I one. Got yeah. Whereas, you know, in, in basketball, you get into the triple digits and some things can change so quickly mm -hmm. in, in basketball, which don't in baseball. Um, I mean, well, yes, even of course, of or, course, things yeah. can change. I mean, you could hit a grand slam in, in baseball and right. be up four. Um, but in basketball, it's like every second. It, it happens more often. It could be like a completely different thing that like watching it. And because I don't watch basketball as Often, you know, as I watch baseball, right. which you called leisurely, <laughs> it's like when I do watch basketball, it's like, oh my god, like my anxiety. But I, I that's the fun part of it. Like, it is. It is. That, the that's part. the fun of it. So you know, I, 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 I'm really excited about this, uh, the Heat in the finals for two reasons. I'm excited because. So there's this whole thing that, you know, if you're a sports, like a Miami sports fan, this one counts, right? What do you mean? So for like really diehard Miami sports fans, mm -hmm. especially people that really follow the Heat, of course, we'll take all three championships. But the one that really counted was the 2006 one. 
because that was the one with with uh, Dwayne Wade, and and that one was like that one was the one that you felt it. Okay. The other two were with LeBron, which again, I mean, we're not hating yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, we're, listen, we're, we're, a we're taking a it. Championships, we're, we're taking it. Yeah. But those were with LeBron, and there were a lot of like big big stars in 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 the Heat at that time. Mm-hmm. Which you know, a win is a win is a win. Right. But now it's a little bit more like it was like maybe a 2006 where okay. you know it's it, it's more a like, more of an underdog feel. Not under underdog because they have great players there, but you know, LeBron is somebody that whether you love him or hate him, sucks all the air in the room, which True. you know, for good or bad. True. Um, you know, some people love him, some people hate him, and that was definitely you know, it was sort of like LeBron James versus, you know, featuring the Miami Heat. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. When he played for the Heat. And then this time feels more reminiscent of 2006. So that's obviously, the you know, one of the reasons why I'm going for the Heat. Another reason I'm going for a Heat is because a very, very good friend of mine play, uh, works for the Miami Heat. Yes, he does. And he's like my brother from, uh, from another mother. And the Miami Heat... If they win a playoff, if they win the finals, yeah. they all get a ring. <laughs> they get the ring. And I remember oh, no, one not time. The ring. I remember. No, not, not <laughs> oh, the no. girl coming out of no, the TV. Not that one. But I remember, uh, you know, some time back, I went to go hang out with him at the arena. And when I step in, the receptionist, the receptionist at the uh, at the arena, you know, she was there with her three rings, just very leisurely. And I'm like, mira pa' eso. Listen. Mira pa' eso. And I, I tell him all the time, I'm like, dude, you need to, like, the, the Heat needs to win because you need to get your ring and I'm going to hold your ring. And then it's going to be, like, freaking... Este, like with Daniel? No, <laughs> with um, the Hobbit. The, oh, Gollum. Go, Gollum. I'm going to be like, once I touch that ring, like, <laughs> I'm going to feel the power of, of the, the ring. I hope you don't so. turn invisible. No, no, that wouldn't be good. That'd be a really big problem for the podcast. It really would. If I can't find you, <laughs> so, and for Bimbo Boyo, <laughs> the podcast, I can I can get somebody else. I don't know the recipes. Really? For the podcast, you could get somebody else? Well, if you're missing, I can get somebody to record, but you're irreplaceable with, with the recipes. I will tell you something. I know if I were to... We've had co-hosts. If, if I were to have to leave the podcast or you leave the podcast i know who the replacement for either one of us would be oh it's eddie it's eddie it's, it's eddie. definitely eddie so eddie yum yeah. yum foodie eddie's a more eddie's a more you're both of our like hall pass i don't know like, <laughs> you're you're <laughs> you're counts. hosting but let me tell you just letting you know just fyi just letting you know eddie, gig you're, you're gonna you. be the new host of but let me tell one you one way or another we'll do an unveiling <laughs> you know <laughs> You're going to have to come down to Miami a couple of times to do the photo shoots. Right. You know, that we take at the yes. beginning of every season. End of year. You know, to do some promo campaign. Of course, of uh, course. But then, you know, obviously the magic of... <laughs> Through the magic of digital. Of digital will make it work. Uh, but anyway. wait, sorry. So I wanted to bring up something because we, we both kind of did like a, oh, shit. Um, so last Saturday we were watching the Heat game and, you know, yeah. they, they they didn't win that, that game. But as we were leaving, mm-hmm. we heard... Well, I heard and I told you a group of guys that are walking out use a phrase. Oh, yeah. That neither of us had heard in it was it roughly was 20 something years. It was beautiful to hear. It was. So he's walking out. You know, he's talking about how like the uh, who was it? The Knicks, right? Yeah. Um, you know, they 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 they, you know, pulled it out from from nowhere. Right. And they were and basically he was like, bro, the Celtics. The, sorry, the Celtics. <laughs> he was like. Bro, it was like tremendo cag. Tremendo cag. All of a sudden, I was like eight years old. Eight, no, it, it to took me, me cag back. was like middle school. I was like, I haven't heard cag since 1994. It took me back. Yeah, so yeah, quick. that was awesome. That was so good. Tremendo cag. And 
I think that kind of ties back a little bit to what we were saying about the Miami accent and the Miami Miami isms, right? That does not translate anywhere else. Forget Cag? forget Spanish. I, I, that's not because that doesn't translate to other Spanish. So you're saying that things. CAG is like a specifically Miami. I feel thing. that's very Miami. The CAG, yeah, yeah, because it's I mean it's basically like agate, you know. Or, so, is that what CAG means? CAG is cagad. Yeah, it's from 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 cagad. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's like tremendo, like tremendo cagation. Yeah. Right, but isn't CAG like a good thing? Well. I guess it could be, but I'm just saying. Okay, are you sure about this? It or is. These one of these things that no, you say very confidently no. <laughs> that, like, I end up like being like, okay, yeah. no, cag like is like you like you pulled it out of your ass, like, listeners, like listeners. Yeah, what cag. is cag? Okay, if, if you know what cag is, what this really, has to be the video. Cag, yes. yes. If you really know what cag is, please leave comments. <laughs> or even if you don't know what cag is, leave comments because we want to see how it's, this runs. Oh yeah, out. bro, it's a tremendo cag, tremendo cag, tremendo like, cag. Yeah, it, it, it's de- it's derived from yeah, you know, ca- ca- you know, cagad. It's from, like shit, yeah. So that's Are very you making things up. I am not making up stories. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was awesome to hear that Amendo Cag, bro. It took me back <laughs> so quick. It's amazing. Something like that, like boom, automatically. So that was something that uh, really caught on this week when we posted the whole thing about the Miami dialect. Oh yeah, well the professor. Yeah, they reached out to us. The professor reached out to us. We're actually going to work to get him uh, on the show. On the yeah, show. yeah. So, that, yeah, they so reached we can talk out about to it. Us. Yeah, because you know, I mean, obviously, in in, in terms of conversation yesterday, uh, last week, I mean, we spoke about it briefly, and you know, I based this on on a couple of articles that I read, but obviously, mm-hmm. I didn't go in depth in terms of right, the study yeah, of that FIU did. But it would be interesting to to really go into that uh, as yeah. to where it comes from, so. because even even. Things that we say in Miami that are not um, a translation, correct? Yeah, are, are have like like cag, like cag, like yeah, cag. exactly, yeah. It, and bro, why does everybody here say bro? Like why? That's a good one. Because bro is brother, but brother they use everywhere else, right? So it's not. Why do like, we shorten it? Why do? But why do we say bro? Right. And why, as as Lucy says, why do we have so many variations of it? And you know what I? Th- oh yes, right. Well, not, but but but, but you bro, know what though? But bro, you know what though? Bro. I think that bro. bro is the Miami version of dude. And the same thing happens with dude. That's true. Dude. 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 <laughs> yeah. Dude. Now you I'm thinking. Know, I, now dude, I'm where's thinking my car? Of, no, I'm thinking of dude, where's my car? But I'm also thinking of uh, what's his name? Uh, Cody from Step by Step. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sasha Mitchell. Sasha Mitchell. Whoa, that's a name that we haven't wow. thought about in a while. Um, about as long dudes. as I hadn't thought about CAG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sasha Mitchell probably yes. said CAG, but Step by Step was based in Minneapolis. I don't think they were saying CAG. Was in it Minneapolis, Minneapolis or Seattle? No, it was Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. They had that. They were that not theme in Seattle. Park in, in Minneapolis. Don't you know the whole thing with that theme park? I know the theme park exists, but it doesn't really exist. It doesn't really exist by the water. Right. The water was added CGI. And that I was, was a parking thinking, lot. I, yeah, I was thinking, like, why did they spend so much money on that? Like, it, the water wasn't <laughs> integral, was not integral to the It's opening not like they shot. were scuba divers. Right. Like, anyway, um, we digress. As we but, do. um,. A, where were we going with this? I totally lost the thread. Bro, dude. Bro, oh, yes. yes. Uh, bro is the Miami version of, of dude. dude. But here it's like, bro. And then you, you know what the thing about bro is? That I think that no matter what your walk of life in it is mm-hmm. in Miami... Whether you know you're a little bit more street or you're middle, right. like you know you're like highly educated scholar or whatever, everybody says bro. Oh, bro is a thing. Everybody says yeah, bro. Don't matter. And 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 what what I find about bro is that 
no, again, no matter who you are, some people say it more than others. Some people like every other word some is people bro. live by the bro. But like, I don't use bro a lot, right? But when I get really Miami, it just comes out, and I'm like, "Pero what was that? Like, what was that? That it's like, bro, come on." I think it's just always dormant. Yeah, no, no, no. It's in, if if you're from Miami, it's in your DNA. Yeah. Bro's like a volcano. It's just always there. You don't know when it's gonna come up. <laughs> it's it's um it's in your DNA. Yeah, it's in your DNA. If you're from Miami, bro, it's, it's gonna is happen there. It's bro gonna happen is there. You know, so Even, and it's not it's not cultural um age demographic. No. Oh no, because no, my no, nephews no. say it too. Your nephews say it. Yeah. Like I know people in their fifties and sixties that say it. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, think about it. If you were saying a bro age, yeah. in the eighties. Yeah, you're if, probably in your city, and you were twenty some oh, thirty years old. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I just thought. Of, oh, you know what? Like, blows my mind. Blows my mind. I need a moment when you see those memes that say, "Okay, 1980 was 43 years ago. 43 years from 1980 was 1937." <laughs> like, that is like, it's not the same thing. I refuse. Not as the somebody same who's. Thing. 43 right now it's i refuse not to buy into thing. that bullshit 1937 they were they had the depression prohibition speakeasies yeah. that's more like know? 2023 right than the 1980 yeah and well that's true <laughs> and um y como se llama but i don't know 1980 yeah i mean there's a lot of difference in 1980 especially technology technology wise. i think that's the biggest one but i mean it is but i i, I don't see I don't think it's as big of a difference because, I mean, we were alive in 1980. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I was a year old in 1980. I mean, I wasn't. I was still. I hadn't been born. I was going to be had, born like right, 10 right. years later. Yes, we we when we do Fake Friday, we do a time machine thing. Right. Yes. Yes. Tell me how old I am. Come on, Lisa, baby girl, Leah, aging none but a number. That's true, but she was referencing R. Kelly, so I don't think that's the best yeah, reference. Yeah, that's not right that's now. not the better reference now. <laughs> I wouldn't go that route. Okay, actually, forward. speaking of R. Kelly, without speaking of R. Kelly, is he Voldemort? Okay, so you know, here in Peru, let me tell you, we talk about everything, yes. and. We've talked we, a lot about we, it a lot. We watched about... I watched oh. Anishwa. Watched. Oh, I watched all three episodes. We watched independently. I didn't know he was watching it. He didn't know I was watching it. And I kind of mentioned it to him prior to recording. I tell him, oh yeah, on HBO... I'm so, Excuse me. A Max. A Max. A Max. Did you watch that documentary about Jared from Subway? Oh. I, I have to tell you guys that it's really disturbing. It is. No, no. They have to come up with a new word. It, it is awful. It's next level disturbing. Yeah, because, I mean, for those of you who don't know, Jared from Subway, remember the guy who lost... Um, 200 pounds or something. Or, right? or whatever from eating Subway. Right. And, and um, you know, basically you know, he changes his eating habits. Eight, eight subs under six grams of fat. Right. That includes the onion teriyaki. I'm sorry, we're losing the, the Subway sponsorship. Damn it. I think that so onion gross. teriyaki is gross. I, I really think it is. I don't think I've ever really had it. Eso no tiene gusto a nada. Yeah, <laughs> onion, yeah, teriyaki. Eso no tiene gusto a nada. You know what? Give me the non-tuna tuna all day long. Yeah. <laughs> and those six subs under whatever, those subs under six grams of fat. So again, it's like, ahí no tiene sabor nada. Mira, you, can't put, you, can, you can't put mayonnaise. You can't put oil and vinegar. You can't put any condiments. Well, okay, but if you're morbidly obese and you're trying to change your eating habits, this, is a, this is a good compromise. You okay. still get some Anyway, carbs. that's not the point of this conversation. You know? But anyway, for those of you, know, we're taking a trip down memory. 
memory lane. Yes. Um, so you probably remember Jared, the, you know, the guy who lost all this weight from Subway. And Jared. I didn't realize how global he had become. Yeah, he had. He yeah. had. I remember that Jared went to like. During the time I was in the Midwest, Jared went up there. And I'm thinking, like, pero que hacer aquí? Wasn't he, like, from... No, where was he from? Uh, I don't know. He was not from Florida. No. Florida man. Florida man does not apply no, here. No. 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 Does not so, apply. Don't even dare. Don't even no. go there. But anyway... Um, <laughs> anyway, so Jared, some years later, got in trouble for... Um, right, rightfully for, so. I, it was, like, child pornography or... I, there were minor, there, there were sexual acts or sexual involving innuendos involving minors. But I don't know about you, and 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 you know, they I'm, found they found kitty porn on his computer. But That's but you know, I'm somebody that I'm I'm on top of the news a lot, mm-hmm. and I usually I'm very good about like what happened. I don't remember the specifics on his case. So what happened with him... Ba- back in the day when, when he got arrested. Right, 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 right. I don't know, because I, I know you've only seen two of the three episodes, so I don't yeah. know how far you've gotten. But So he had, like, his business partner who had, like, set was up... Tremendo Podrio was Tremendo <laughs> That was, like, when the Bad Idea Bears, you know, they, they meet and they hang out um, to the nth degree. But... So he the the guy had set up like cameras in his stepdaughter's rooms. Well, don't and, give away the plot of the documentary. And the whole thing. Well, but but look, I mean, at this point, we all know it's it's catching it's a pedophile. Messed up. It, it's catching a pedophile. Um, so I think that as a result of that, then that's what led to the Jared thing. He, the guy may have even tried to plea. You know what I mean? Like yeah. present Jared as to get plea. And then they found a whole shit ton of stuff on his computer, yeah. which was just, what was not just right. But what was just really disturbing was the you know the, oh, the, the nature mother. of this and like what he was asking people oh. to do and the ages. I mean, it was just it was really it was shocking. And again, when we were watching this, I'm like, okay, they're gonna talk about this. I know this is not gonna be an easy, easy watch. It was, but worse than when I they started, yeah, when they started yeah. getting into specifics, I'm like, fucking Jared, do it un podrio. Like, yeah, seriously, like fuck you and your y- stretch marks. Yeah, yeah, Jared. Yeah, but no. that's another reason why I I always say, and again, we all know what I I'm my day job. It's marketing and all this. Whenever you're a brand, and I mean, look, Subway, there's no way Subway could have foreseen this. I don't think anybody, I mean, like, this is the extreme of bad behavior, right? But whenever you are going to get a spokesperson, whenever you're going to get into business with somebody at that level, you need to be 100% certain who they are, and barring all of that craziness, that you are 100% aligned with what they present as their values. Because if you get in bed, that's a horrible analogy. Let me rephrase that considering what we're talking about. If you make a deal. If you make a deal with, you know, somebody who is known for being audacious and you know, let's talk regular celebrities, right? Who's known for being audacious and saying things off the cuff and blah 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 blah. You have to know you're running the risk of if this person says something inflammatory, you are going to be in the crosshairs. Right. And you need to that's what I'm saying. And that's with the celebrity that you know what's going on. Right. But I think with somebody like Jared and I was just saying use caution. And I I'm I'm not the one in marketing here, but I I think the one with Jared is that as you said, nobody could have no at all imagined that because the guy, you know, in terms of his record, he was clean as a whistle. Right. And Jared's sort of shot of popularity kind of predated I mean social media was around but it wasn't social media not like to it is extent, now. Yeah, yeah. so it's not like he had a social media or a Twitter you know history right right, right, right that right, he could right. be like seven years ago on this time you said this right, you know right. um nobody could see that coming I think the 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 more 
kind of what I see in it is that they put literally all their eggs in one basket. Yeah. Like the the marketing campaign for Subway for years was only Jerry. It revolved around him. Yeah, and and it. And again, it revolved around him also because he wound up inspiring other people. Yeah. So then, when they would bring these people on, well, but okay, look, let's take everything out of the out of the picture. You know, he, they were inspiring. He was inspiring people to to be healthier, not as I said not to do, you, as I not said do to horrible earlier, things to children. As I said to you earlier, not to be like, oh, I knew it. Obviously, nobody knew that he was right. a disgusting pedophile. Right. I didn't know he was a disgusting pedophile. But he always there was something about him that I didn't like. Again. It, I, I, you could not I have can't imagined say that this. it was right, this. Right, right, right. But there was something about me. I'm like, that guy gives me the creeps. Like, yeah, there's always little, people. There was a little there was a little creep factor. And yeah. and again, not that I imagined that, but I'm like, oh, this is a little weird here, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But. I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, me da, me da, no. Just no. You know what? You know what? You, you know what I will never understand? What? Why did Quiznos fail? They're still around, aren't they? There's one Quiznos left. Oh. In Miami, there's, that I know of, there was one. On Bird Road, in front of A.B. Barnes Park. But there used to be a Quiznos. On every corner, yeah. Yeah. I think Quiznos was such a far superior product than Subway. And I love their marketing campaign. I don't care what anybody says. We love I the lo- Yes! I love the mood. Because they are yes. good for I us. love the singing marmots. I remember the song. The Quiznos subs. They are tasty. They are crunchy. They are warm because we toast them. They have a pepper bar. And they actually were one of the earliest examples of an internet meme that got used for a campaign we because love they because they started off as as a thing that was like we love the moon because it is good to us we love the moon yeah. so it was a meme that that got turned into a commercial so it was the earliest one of the earlier cases of something like that happening okay. Quizno Subs was such a far superior product than Subway. Because I've already told you the thing about Subway. And l- listen, this could be, be a topic in today's episode. I, We're never getting I, that Subway I, sponsorship. I eat, I eat Subway. But when I eat Subway, it's because I have a very specific For the taste of a Subway, Subway sub. Yes. Right? It's not because I think Subway is good. I don't think Subway is really good. Right? But sometimes I want their cheap Un, unrecognizable tuna like that it's not tuna sometimes that is what i want right and it's okay i he, no, nobody has a subway sub and go que rico está este steak and cheese Esto, the, the person behind the counter is from philadelphia isn't it? you know like <laughs> que rico está este steak and cheese right and then so so i'm going to tell you all my issues with all the different sub places right so, so all of them I have an, I have an issue with most of them. Okay. Okay. So so that's Subway. so we're never getting a so sub sponsorship Subway. is what so, I'm hearing. Let's move on to Jersey Mike's. Okay. Okay. Jersey Mike's is actually really good. Have you been to Jersey Mike's? I went once with you. Okay. The problem with Jersey Mike's is the size. Right. So you have the mini that so they got in la muela of any adult, right? The mini is like the mini. Right. Then you have the regular, which is I think eight inches. And then you have the large that is fifteen, right? It's sixteen inches. There's no in between, right? So then I'm like, okay, mini's not gonna cut. I'm not gonna have 16 inches of sub. Like <laughs> that's all. That's a lot of sub. That's more than a ruler. That's like. <laughs> that's more than a ruler. Okay, that's too much, and it's like 20 bucks, right? But then the eight inch is not enough. So yo siempre salgo of Jersey Mike's like mal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can't with you. It's more than a ruler. 
So then, then there is fireman subs, <laughs> fire whatever, fireman. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fi- fire, firehouse, 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 firehouse. Okay, firehouse subs are good. They're okay. There's not that many around. There's here. not that many around, but I feel like the heated subs. They put it like a panini maker, and then the bread gets too hard, and it's like this is not what I want. It, 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 yeah, no. Then which wait, wait which what else? Then Quiznos was like the best. Right. Quiznos had this freaking chicken cordon bleu sub <gasps> that was oh. amazing. Do you well, remember? Yeah, I mean, you know <laughs> who the hell are you talking to? You know I don't me. know. Maybe you don't remember the you chicken, know me cordon, and chicken bleu cordon bleu. <laughs> I would eat that shit day and night if I could eat chicken cordon bleu and not, you know, chicken gain cordon, weight. Chicken cordon bleu is so freaking good. Oh, so Everything should... We need to make a chicken cordon bleu... So, uh, a Listen, wing. We, listen, again, I'm saying this. We'll MC your quinces. I just want chicken cordon bleu. A chicken cordon bleu wing. Let's see. We could chicken. do... Because a chicken cordon bleu inside has like a bechamel sauce. So, we could do like a bechamel sauce, toss the wing in the bechamel sauce, and then top it with like crispy ham. Oh, Chicken cordon bleu wings. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Why do you get me all excited about chicken cordon bleu? So then... It's fake Friday late at night. I am not having so chicken cordon bleu. I, I will say this. I am going to go local. One of my favorite <laughs> local um, sandwich shops is Hungry Bears. Oh, where's that? There's several. I used to go to the one by the airport, which oh, is no. where I used to go with my friend that now works with me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but man, their BLT... <laughs> Their BLT is like a pound of bacon and like a little piece of uh, bread. As it should be. As it should be. As it should and be. they have a honey mustard sub. I mean, hungry bears. Do you remember substantial subs? I do remember substantial. I remember substantial. I remember subrageous. Uh-huh. Um, there's Miami subs, which is now something okay, else. Okay, okay. Actually, let me go. It's something let, else. Let, let me talk called? about Miami, Miami subs. Grill. It's Miami let Grill. me talk about Miami subs. I think it's Which still is now Miami Grill, owned by, owned by Armando. Armando. Pitbull. The Miami subs ch- steak and cheese with extra cheese and extra grilled onions and they add a little bit of mayo is so freaking good it's so freaking good i can't remember the last time i had a miami sub sub oh we need to go to miami subs there's one by here no it's not for lack of vicinity it's just i just so that is how i rank my subs well and i mean really thank you for coming but then but then but then there's sort of like the controversial one that some people love think is the best and some people hate is the pub sub. Well, okay. Anybody who hates it is wrong. How do I, how do we feel about the pub sub? Uh, okay, well, I just said anybody who hates it is wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, but let me tell you, you don't need to follow food influencers. Here we're giving you the lowdown on the best Seriously. subs in Miami. <laughs> Welcome to Sub Corner. <laughs> but let me tell you. I mean, it's a pub sub. Have you had their chicken cordon bleu one? <laughs> I have had their chicken cordon bleu pub sub. <laughs> Again, what that's actually you, the one I always have. Like, what are you new here? Yes, of course. That's <laughs> the one I always have. It's not the because everybody has the the chicken strip. One. I, I do like the chicken, the chicken tender. tender one. I, I like the chicken tender one because it's you know carb on carb. <laughs> What's not to love? I actually have the cordon bleu one. It's so good. And they have another one called Havana Bold. I haven't had that one yet. That one's really good too. But the pub mm-hmm. sub, I don't want to say pub subs are overrated. Because they are good. Like, the bread is good. Bread, yeah. good. Ham, good. <laughs> Cheese, good. Everything about it is good <laughs> in a pub sub. And they're big, you know? Yeah, right. You don't have to choose you get, those you weird get, ass. You get a it's ruler. A, you get a ruler a, size that's, like, big and, you know, meaty. Don't think dirty, people. Don't think dirty. <laughs> Happy pride. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so, speaking of subs, I've said this before on Pero Let Me Tell You, but I'll say it again. <laughs> What is what? What's one of the things I've never had? A five dollar foot long. 
Well, no. To me, a five dollar <laughs> footlong doesn't exist. My five dollar footlongs end up being fifteen dollars. Right. That's why. That's why you've never. No. Had what one? sub have I never had? Uh, what sub? I say this all the time. Oh, the meatball. I've never had a meatball sub because you don't think it's a bargain. I and don't I think it's a value. I disagree I with you vehemently. This is I my disagree problem. With you. This is my problem with the meatball so hardcore. Sub. This is my problem with the meatball sub. The meatball sub. And this you is know, across the board, usually, regardless of the yes, place. Okay. Yes. So usually, you know, it's twelve inches, so you know, six and six, <laughs> okay. and they'll have like four meatballs. So each bite is a freaking meatball. It's not a value. It's not a value at all. And then, and then the pro- so that's my first big problem with the meatball sub. But then my second big problem with the meatball sub is there's always a sub I want more. <laughs> well, but the meatball sub can't help that. <laughs> That's not the meatball sub's fault. The meatball sub goes in the list of things I've never done or will eat. It's not the meatball sub's fault that it's the sub equivalent of Rita Ora. <laughs> so I'm not going to have a meatball sub while I pay pool, play pool. Play pool. Something no. else I've never done. No. And I'm just not going to do. <laughs> and you're not going to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know what? The peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that's where I become super Cuban. I'm like, does that come in say un sandwich con mani y una memelada de algo? It's so good. Like, I just became my grandmother. You really so did. It's not a comida. No, no. You became all our grandmothers. <laughs> it's true. I'm like... Oh, I love a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It does. It, f- it's, a, it's a good little snack. It fulfills, you know... I've had, it, a, it I've had a bite of a peanut butter and jelly okay, sandwich. Okay, well, okay. Well, so you've had... I've had a... Like, I've had a bite of a crustable... But I'm like, I'm not gonna. Okay, but, okay. So you've had one. Well, yes, I've okay. had a, I've had a, I've had a bite of a meatball sub. Oh, oh okay, 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 okay. Right. Okay. But I'm, I've never been like, you know, I will have the meatball sub today. Although maybe that's a thing we should do on. Pero let me tell you, the day Darian has a meatball sub. Yes, and then we're gonna go play pool. <laughs> no, we're not gonna play pool. That I'm not. Gonna we're gonna do everything that you wouldn't do. <laughs> All of it. It's gonna be a series. Darian's of, days of first. Darian's day of first. It's you're gonna be the only 40, hey, 40 listen, year old. Listen, first. I had I had a, a big first on the show, the Cuban coffee, the Cuban coffee. The first that's time right. I had Cuban coffee was on Pedro. Let me right. tell you. So we should document all your firsts. Oh my first. That could be like a segment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this weekend, Darian's firsts. What's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <laughs> and now that we're filming, we could get this on on camera. This could work. This could work. Anyway. It could work. Okay, moving right along from our subrageous corner, yes. our segment. <laughs> this segment was not brought to you by, by Subway. By anybody by any that we listed. <laughs> this was the most pro bono thing we've ever done, and some of them wish we hadn't. Mm. Actually, let me just say one last thing. Yo te cambio. Any sub. For one of my favorite things to eat. It's one of these things that it's more than the sum of its parts. Okay. And listeners, the ones who have had this, you will know what I'm talking about. When you go to a Cuban bakery, okay, and on the bocadito bread, okay, they have the mayo, oh, the ham, yeah, yeah. and the cheese. Yeah. When that hits, it hits. That, again, that's one of those things that it's more than the sum of its part because yeah. it's like day old bocadito bread with like cheap ham <laughs> and cheap Swiss cheese. <laughs> But when those things get together, it it's hits magic. All the taste, it's buds. magic. And when I eat them, I'm like, this is like the most delicious thing ever. I'm with you. I mean, that's better than a freaking onion teriyaki. Forgot the six grams of fat. It's worth the six grams of fat. <laughs> yes. it's worth twelve grams of fat. <laughs> Fuck okay, it, let's, let's double move up. Right along. Let's, let's move double right along. along. 
Oye, mi gente, Ish here. Let's face it, sometimes we need a little energy boost to focus during the day, but don't want to avoid those energy drinks with who knows what in them. Bueno, let's talk about the sponsor of today's podcast, NeuroGum and Mints. Developed by former athletes who don't want to take supplements or energy drinks when they're studying, training, or going out, these gum and mints were endlessly lab tested with thoughtfully curated natural ingredients to create three different products. There's Calm and Clarity with vitamin D3 to optimize clarity of mind, or Health and Vitality, which is infused with immune-boosting vitamins to help strengthen your body. Now, y'all know I have a full-time job, co-host, and produce this podcast, not to mention help run wing pop-ups. So I am all about the energy and focus mints right now. And let me tell you, I am definitely feeling those B vitamins pushing my mental endurance so I can focus on everything I need to get done each week. So it's better than calm, focus, energy, and vitality? Getting them at a discount? Visit trynerogum.com slash pero to get up to 20% off your purchase of NeuroGum or mints. That's right. Head to trynerogum.com slash pero and get up to 20% off your purchase today so you can have a little more focus and energy tomorrow. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Let's move right along. So, anyway, so, well, actually, we will move right along. It's June 1st. Well, it's yes. June 1st this week, so it's the beginning of Pride June. Month. Yes. Pride so, Month. Happy Pride, everyone. So, you're going to be seeing a lot of rainbows and Skittles and all that yeah. stuff. But. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Actually, because I imagine we were probably going to mention something about Pride this, yes. this actually, week. Actually, um, so, this this month, all my, my last sodas, I'm actually going to give to... LGBT members of the LGBTQ uh, community or people who are doing things to support them. So, well, look so at yes. you. So, yes. um, so this will be the learn part okay. of the show. Right. So <clears throat> I think it would be an understatement to say that leading up to Pride this year, which is June, as we know, um, I was like, this is going to be a fun Pride year. There were a couple Pride hurdles year. on yeah, the yeah, way I was here. Like, little but bit. Put, put on your seatbelt. Yes, it's going to be a bumpy year, ride. It's going to be get really interesting <laughs> really, really Davis. quick. Um, Speaking of Pride. <laughs> so you knew that coming, you know, 
Pride always ruffles some feathers, no pun intended, to some people. Sí, pero hoy despeluzó el pájaro. Yeah, but this, this year, it's, it, we're in special times. But anyway, so, of course, I saw, leading up to Pride, I saw a lot of people online posting things of like, oh, why do the gays get a whole month and, you know, veterans and people in the military get only a day? It's not fair that they get a whole month and, you know, they're everywhere and it's, you know, they right. push it down our throats and, you know, the people in the military. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the learn section of Pero Let Me yeah. Tell You. So, For the record, Pride is about consent, so no pushing anything down anyone's throats. So, um... The military actually does have a whole month, yep, which May. is actually May. Mm -hmm. The entire month of May, from May 1st to May 31st, actually June has 30 days. So the military even gets an extra day because yes. June, ha May has 30, 31 days. So Because ultimately the only month where recognition gets shafted is Black History Month. <laughs> well, or, the shortest month of yeah, the year. I know, right? Um, so, so... May is actually Military Appreciation Month. Mm -hmm. and They during, recognize it at my, at my day job. Okay, During the month of May, during the month of May, um, there's actually a lot of different events and a lot of different celebrations that happen throughout the country, mm -hmm. um, just everywhere. And during the month of May, additionally, there are a lot of like corporations and corporate entities, whether it's General Motors, American Airlines, yeah, pick one. what have you, that have different specials, incentives, concessions mm -hmm. to members of the military, which rightfully so. I mean, rightfully honestly, so, they should get them year-long. To members frankly. of the military. And this occurs through the whole month of May, and it's highly celebrated. In addition to the month of May, there is also Memorial Day. Right, there is Veterans Day. Yep. And there is actually another Military Appreciation Day. I think it's in September or November. It's in an er month, right? It's in her month. So there are, there, there's a whole month plus several other days right. where the military is appreciated and is recognized Officially. rightfully so. So when you make a statement like, why is it that gay pride gets an entire month, whereas the military does not, I invite people to not only listen to this segment of Better Let Me Tell You, but to do a little bit of research, just a little bit of research, where you will find that, in fact, there is an entire month and several additional days of uh, recognition <laughs> uh, and a claim to the military, rightfully, rightfully so. so. Yeah. so Thank you for joining us in the learn section of Pero Let Me Tell You. We're learning about subs, about holidays. No, porque ya tú sabes que la gente estaba encendida. Estaban encendida on, on, on Twitter. Well, well, okay. well, Number one, it's Twitter. Well, but, but I'll tell Number you why. One, because, because, because this is such an issue this year, of course. Um, they have to find something to be outraged and, about. And, and it's something that you can't really argue against, right? Because who's going to argue against recognition for veterans? Right. Like, like that's, where, that's where the mentality right. no, is but, coming but, from. No, no, no. Right. But in terms of pride, they have to find something this year to kind of be like, well, but, you know, uh, right. you know, special rights. And they're getting all this right. So somebody... Right, but what I mean is it's never enough to say, like, why them? You always have to follow it up with, why not... This. Right, but what I'm saying is that this all probably started with um, some, you know, fabulous person on Twitter who probably tweeted that, not knowing about Military Appreciation Month. There are a few, because, there are a few things I'm more certain of than the whoever tweeted that was not fabulous. Right. Or else they would but, be but, pro-pride. But, but for all intents and purposes, we're going <laughs> to okay, label them okay. as fabulous. You know, that... Um, 
put this on Twitter and, uh, you know, it spread like wildfire. And then, you know, people are tweeting it and people are posting it. Well, why this? So, you know, it's a little bit of educate, you know, <laughs> check yourself so you don't wreck yourself. <laughs> oh, no, I do hate when I wreck myself. <laughs> so I, I can't with this nonsense. I, I just, I can't. I but, can't. That's, but that's the thing. I will say, though, to kind of flip the coin a little bit, you know, as I, I, I do feel like as, as much negative noise is being made and i will tell you you know it's very hard to stay positive in the face of all this just constant barrage not just about pride but just in general i am noticing and i'm i'm going to applaud and i'm going to to stand up for several brands at least on instagram mm-hmm. who are literally today pushing out the pride mm-hmm. you know they're they're talking about it i showed you earlier Looney Tunes, the Looney Tunes page, which kudos to whoever the hell put that together, had a bunch of different pictures of uh, Bugs Bunny and drag, and it said Happy Pride Month, uh, celebrate drag, or something like mm-hmm. that. NASCAR. Mm-hmm. NASCAR posted That's Happy really Pride ballsy thing. of NASCAR. Okay, NASCAR posted up a Happy Pride thing. <laughs> because if people start going, if people start being like, oh, NASCAR's woke, they're going to go broke, they don't have a lot of other options. They really don't, actually. And, that's, and I mean, I've, I've worked with NASCAR in, in the past, and that is one of the things that they constantly struggle with, is trying to diversify that demographic. <laughs> Good luck to, for them. <laughs> to, well, no, but but they recognize. What I'm saying yeah. is they, they recognize, and, and they're, they're trying to do the right thing. You know, I have mm-hmm. to give them credit where credit is due. So I will say I did see a lot of brands you know i know that the the, oh, the commercialization of pride and blah, blah blah but you know what right now we need that commercialization yeah we need that that brand to stay to, to kind of stand up and be like you know what guess what do what you're gonna do <laughs> yeah. do what you're gonna do but um you know we're gonna we're gonna stand our ground and, and i found uh, there was a meme going around i don't know if you saw it that said you know something like um to the effect of when gays had a problem with chick-fil-a they basically said, let's just boycott Chick-fil-A, right? Mm-hmm. And just, you know, just don't go there. Don't eat their product. Mm-hmm. When, excuse me, when the far, you know, these far right nuts wanted to boycott Target, their response was, go to the Target, destroy everything, threaten people, bomb threats. Yeah. It's like, but then also these are the same people, the same types of people. That probably have Bible verses on their bio and Instagram. Uh, well, I wasn't even going to say that. These oh, are the same I did. Types of, these, were, these, were, these are the same type of people who then will turn around, right? Because essentially what they've just done right there is vandalism. We'll turn around, and when there are protests that end up in vandalism, which we have decried here on this show, because when you're out protesting, you're protesting, you're not looting. Mm-hmm. We'll be the first ones to say, like, you see, it's not about anything. It's about the looting and the vandalism, yeah. right? But you're vandalizing. Yeah. So you're not you're not. Well, see, a lot of them values. now with the, the Pride Merch and Target, a lot of them would post That's on social saying. media. They would, like, as a flex, like, bragging, like, oh, look at us, you know, throwing everything on the floor and blah, blah, blah. Right, throwing everything on the floor and knocking down shit. That then the poor person right. that works at Target that probably makes minimum wage and doesn't make week, yeah. a lot of money has to go and clean up that shit, you yeah. know? Has to because go up you, and clean up you, everything. The mess that you did. No, mess, no. Th- clean up your tantrum. Your tantrum. Aside from the fact that they're probably threatening them. Right. Now, now those employees have to go and, and, and do that. You know what? And and if you do, if you do want to protest Target um, or whatever corporation Don't because of pride. There. Don't spend right, your money there. Right. You, it's your right to do that. It's your right to do that. But there are... Adequate ways of doing that. And, you know, this comes back. Destroying private property. What, what do I always say? 
What do I always you say? say? A lot of things. I don't remember. Right, but what do I always say about people that are like racist? <laughs> oh, homophobic? you go out and you be the biggest racist of all time. You go out and you, you be the biggest right. racist homophobe that you want. Boo! You have every right in the world to be an ignorant prick. That that's up to you, boo. You go out and you be racist. You be homophobic. You're intolerant, and then say, oh, but but you know, I have gay friends and I have black friends. Yeah, of course you do. Um, and all that. You go out and you do whatever you right. want. You have the right to. Just don't mess with me. I mean, it's very simple. Right. It's like very, very simple. Um, Your rights do not preclude mine. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> as I, I put in my personal Instagram, I go, June is going to be a long month for a lot of you. <laughs> sure is. Sure is. I think on both sides of the aisle, it's going to be a long month, quite honestly, because it's like, you, you know, there's this push now where it's like, it has to be like ultra mega pride. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, like, it has to turn into like this giant. Voltron of pride now. You <laughs> Can you imagine a Voltron of pride? That's a lot of color. Oh, that's so much color. That's a lot of color. I feel like there would just be so much cerulean. Why am I thinking of a candy shop? <laughs> now I want a candy shop. I want some chocolate. I do too. A Clark bar. Let's take it. <laughs> I've never had a Clark you bar. You never had a Clark bar? No. No. A Clark bars are good. You know what I used to have as a kid all the time? Oh Henry, <laughs> really? I had O Henry's. I don't like O Henry's. What do you? I don't like. What, what I don't do you like have against Henry. I don't like O Henry's, and I don't like the Sugar Babies. <laughs> Wait, what was the pop group? Sugar Babes. The Sugar Babes. I like the Sugar me. Babes. I just Excuse did not me. like the Sugar Babies. Yeah. Oh, I used to yes. love O Henry as a kid. Yeah. No. Not my. You know what was my favorite candy as a kid? Listeners, what was your favorite candy? I don't. What was your favorite? No, my favorite candy. I mean, look, Mine when fluctuated. When when I was a kid, it was like Unkika. Oh, I could still totally Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Um, but you know, my go-to candy will always be peanut M and M's. It's a classic for a reason. Yeah. Let me ask you something. When you have peanut M and M's, do you have a way of eating it? Because <laughs> I have a way of eating it. Just like I have a way of eating the Big Mac. <laughs> oh my god! You know what's I so have weird about both? Of those you know now. what's so weird? Okay. True story. I'm not exaggerating. Okay. So I have a very specific way of eating the Big Mac. I okay. always have. Okay. Um, and Tristan does it too. And and honestly, I don't even have, when we go to McDonald's, I don't even have the Big Mac anymore. So mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, no, he's seen, he grew up seeing me eat the Big Mac the, that way. It's like that commercial with the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but he eats it the same way. So you know how I eat the Big Mac? Because you know the Big Mac is bread, meat, bread, meat, bread. I have the first half of it like a cheeseburger. So I have the bread, meat, bread. So you separate it. I separate it. Yeah. I eat the first half as a cheeseburger. And then. You defeat the purpose of that, That's how I eat my Big Mac. But why don't you just get I'm having it my way. <laughs> but it's not Burger King. I know. It's McDonald's. <laughs> I'm making it my way. No, they purposely did not tell you you could have it your way well, I'm McDonald's. having it my way at McDonald's. The grimace it's my is constitutional right. The Grimace is going to come they're coming out with a Grimace shake. <gasps> What's it going to taste like? I, I don't know, know, but it's purple, and we're having it because no, Grimace, well, Grimace. Grimace is the most under underappreciated IP there is. I know. We need to do something to make justice for Grimace. Justice hashtag, for, hashtag justice for Grimace. In fact, bring back the Grimace. In fact, oh the the one from the Happy Meals that I that I got you. <laughs> I no, acaba con todo. It's like he has no concept of limits, even when he's tethered. This is how much I love Grimace. Grimace. Yes, even though why, it's, why, it, why don't we have more of Grimace? I have no answer for that. You know how I sometimes make up answers. I don't have an answer for that. 
we need more grimace. <laughs> we need more. If there was more grimace in people, I mean, how can you hate grimace? Like, I just love the fact that you're holding so sorry, four eyes. Man. The Hamburglar? The Hamburglar and those fry little girls. The fry guys? I, the fry, I don't like them. Why not? They I just wanted know. french fries. I don't know. So, like, no, no. But they wanted french fries. I liked Grimace and that bird. That birdie. 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 Birdie the early bird. <laughs> she was created when they brought breakfast. Oh, so she's new. Newish, or, yeah, newer. yeah, yeah. But Grimace, yeah. Grimace is, Grimace is my guy. I like Grimace. Well, is he a guy? <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb here and say that Grimace may very well be the definition of non-binary. <laughs> He's not on the binary. <laughs> if anybody's going to be gender fluid non-binary, it's, it's the Grimace. Grimace. Yeah. Is it the Grimace? Originally, he was the Grimace. Right. And then he became Grimace. Right. And what is Grimace's personality? He's essentially like the Ronald McDonald land version of almost like an Eeyore. I love how you're... You're making this up as you go along. No, I'm not. I, yeah, you are. He's kind of like the Eeyore. Really? Have you read the character profile? Have you gone to like the McDonald's? Like, I have. I, I, and... go to, I go to HappyMeal.com. No, every, clearly all you time. do. Clearly all you the time. do. So anyway, back to what this started with. I don't with. even know what this started with. So that's how I eat my Big Mac. Okay. And then one day, I see Tristan eating the Big Mac that way. And I didn't say anything. I just stayed quiet. Right. And then the next time we went to McDonald's where he had a Big Mac, he had it that way again. And I have to tell you, I was a little like... Like, See? he's eating the Big Mac like me. You say, oh, he never saw him. That, mm. like a whole, like another instance where you thought he wasn't listening and then later on brought something up. They're always watching and they're always I listening. Guess. I guess. But that's how the way I eat my Big Mac. Yeah. That's like whenever I eat a burger, I don't even notice this. When I have like maybe a third of the burger left, I eat the bread and just leave the patty and then eat the patty. I've never noticed. Yeah. I'm like really weird when it comes down to stuff like that. I also, I just don't notice how other people eat because I'm so focused on just inhaling. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, like today you're eating a salad for about two hours. My God, it just never ended. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might still be eating it. You know what salads that used to happen to me with? Like the salads from Swenson's. Oh, but okay, that thing came in like a bowl. I remember, like, I remember like the Swenson's had the chicken fiesta salad that it was like in a taco shell. Like yes. It was, that it was like, they're bringing me like five pounds of lettuce. Like, what am I supposed to Listen, do with this? Listen, all fiestas must end eventually, yeah, okay? We miss Swenson's. We do. We do miss Swenson's. We do, we do. So back to the candy. Back to, yes, sorry. What was <laughs> So I eat my M&M's, yes. my peanut M&M's. So I bite it and I eat the chocolate. And then what's left is... The other half of the chocolate with the peanut sticking out, uh-huh. and then that's how I eat it. Oh no, I just eat them one by one. Well, yeah, who doesn't eat M and M's one by one? Some people, some people might eat them like you know two or three at a time. Of peanut M and M's? I don't know. Some people with big ass mouth. Whatever. I just eat them one at a time because I want to enjoy. And you know what? That share pack bullshit. That's not a share pack. Oh no, that's an individual. No, 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 no. I don't know who you're trying to fool. No, 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 no. You know what else I used to eat a lot? What you call it? <laughs> I never had a whatchamacallit. Okay, what? where have you been? I never had a whatchamacallit. Did you have a stretch it out? Caramello. Caramello. Wow. Goño, you don't know your candy trivia. It took me a minute. Dude, I haven't thought about a caramello about as long as I thought about CAG. <laughs> I think about caramello and <laughs> O. Henry and all that. You know. Um, no. And lately I've become just like a Reese's kind of person. Ugh, peanut butter. I love peanut butter. That's why you have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And you do not. And I don't. Exactly. So, <laughs> wow, our favorite candies and subs. What an interesting episode of Pero So Topical. We're very so, topical. A little topical. So, actually, let's bring it a little topical here okay. local. So, 
uh, in Miami news as we, this as week. We, as we gear so toward this, the end of the this episode. is a local um, topic. So for our but listeners, it could ha- but it could have for our listeners who are not local. Um, but we talked about it before. Yeah. So in uh, there is a commissioner here in Miami called uh, Joe Caroyo, and um, he's very controversial and. In order to understand this argument, um, you have to know in terms of the demogra- the the map of Miami. So Miami is a very large place in terms of area, but really the city of Miami mm-hmm. is actually quite small. Most of us live in what's called unincorporated Dade. Right. So really in Miami, there's two mayors. There's the mayor of the city of Miami, which is our favorite Bitcoin bro, Francis Suarez. <laughs> and then there is the mayor of Miami-Dade County, which is Daniela Levincava, right. who is the one with like the real power because she is like the the mayor of the entire county right. which is really big um not to say that the other mayor doesn't have power but i mean she's she's mayor to a lot more people right, and right, a lot right. more areas she covers a lot more areas. um so and and the, the same trickles down to in terms of the commission there's the commissioners for the city of of miami and then there's commissioners for miami dade county so in the city of miami commission which again is a smaller one there is a um <clears throat> A uh, commissioner by the name of Joe Carollo, who's been here forever. Um, he, I think he's been a commissioner since like the late eighties, early nineties. He's been in it's, politics. It's forever. been a while. Yeah. It's been it's decades yeah. Yeah, at yeah, this yeah. point. Career politician. And for sure. um, you know, he's been very controversial because he's had. There's been a lot of allegations throughout the years of him being extremely corrupt and and either buying people off or threatening people and using and, the power yeah. of his office and even in his personal to, life um, yeah. to you know, coerced people or coerced businesses. There is a local institution in Little Havana called Ball and Chain, which is a um, restaurant, bar, club, uh, music venue that's actually been around since the 30s. Yes, yeah, it is. Wasn't it built because of Prohibition or? I, probably. It's I, been around since say. the 30s. I mean, it is a Miami landmark, yeah. and it's it's a great place because it's in, in an area of Little Havana that's thriving, and when you go there, you find all walks of life there. You'll find girls from the Midwest on her their bachelorette party. Yeah, yeah. You'll find locals like us. Asian you'll find, tour groups. You'll uh, find people yeah. that are like, you know, popping bottles and spending thousands of dollars. You'll find, you know, yeah. 20-some college-year-olds. They have, you know, they have a, a, a stage in the back. They have, they yeah, have, with, yeah, with great. Mm-hmm music so there's some it's it's a great venue aside from being very historic well the story goes that uh some years ago when commissioner carollo was up for re-election um the owners of ball and chain endorsed um his uh opponent Mm -hmm. and as a result of that the allegations were that um joe carollo uh in his power as a commissioner, uh, bullied them with like code enforcement and uh, se- yeah, sound they, enforcement. They were in his crosshairs. And terminó la cosa that Ball and Chain actually was shut down for a while. And these people sued him. They sued him, although they sued him civilly and they sued him. They didn't sue the commission. They didn't right. sue him as a commissioner. They sued him personally. And this week... Uh, and oh, and this trial went on for weeks, and like 50 there was a days. ton of of witness testimony. I mean, I, there was a ton, and this was <laughs> actually obviously the uh, covered by the local news here substantially because this guy again, people have known about this guy for years. Yeah. Well, this week the jury um, awarded the plaintiffs because they're the owners of Ball and Chain as individuals and as a corporation sued him. So there was, I believe, multiple plaintiffs. They awarded the the plaintiffs their um, damage award, which was 
I, I forgot like, the exact like number, six. but it was between three and five million dollars each. But in addition to that, they awarded over twenty-five million dollars each in punitive damages. And as I was telling Ish earlier, um, usually juries don't award punitive damages. Uh, it's not something that's common practice in the law world in a verdict. However, when a jury finds that the actions of the defendant were so egregious and mm -hmm. so extreme and so out there, they do have the discretion of uh, awarding damages in, in a punitive fashion because right. of saying like you were so egregious, so and blatant, blatantly terrible, and what you did that you know those five million dollars that they asked for. No, we're gonna give them twenty five million dollars additionally each. So that's why the final jury award was over sixty million dollars. Does that mean the people from Ball and Chain are gonna get sixty million dollars? Uh, no. no, but but what this this did show that they found that there was enough corruption here coming allegedly from this man that they found him guilty and right. they gave him punitive damages. So that's a huge deal here in Miami because this man has been in the news for years and years and years. And people know right. people know what he's all up to. And, and nobody really bat an eyelash. No, well, they did. They did. I mean, people have been ringing this alarm okay, about this me, man for a long time. For, for legal recourse. For a long time. For legal recourse. What, what happens with Joe Carollo and a lot of elected officials throughout the country, this is not only a Miami-specific problem. What happens to a lot of elected officials throughout the country is that their con constituents or the, the people that vote for them, it's mm -hmm. a very small number. So Joe Carollo is a commissioner for a very specific district in the city of Miami. So the pool of voters is actually very small, but he has an immense amount of power, right? Because he holds a commission seat. I don't remember the exact number, but I believe that the last time that he um, he was elected, mm -hmm. the, the number of people that voted for him was under 10,000 people. It's nothing. In a city of millions. Right, that's nothing. Right? Yeah. Under 10,000 people. Why? Because he is the commissioner of a very small district. Right, but in doing so, he is on the on the city commission, and he wields a degree of power. And he, exactly, so that's why you know it's so important not only to vote but to use critical thinking in your voting because what happens? This man is Cuban, and who is the people voting for him? You know, and there is absolutely no critical thinking or accountability in this man's job, and that's that's that goes for a lot of elected officials, not for him. So this actually, a lot of people are saying, it can set some type of precedent. To the even bigger case that's going right. on now of DeSantis versus coming down Sid the pike versus um, Disney. Disney, because the Carollo case was an elected official wielding their power over, in this case, a local business again, a private, a, pri a private, private local business, business yeah. and giving them essentially a hard time, making life impossible for them because they disagreed which, with him. Which, which, because they disagreed with him exactly. I'm glad you said that because they disagreed with him. Which ultimately, you know, in this whole battle of Disney, you know, this thing has taken so many tosses and turns and it's all over social media and people are talking about it that people have to remember that the root the root of the Disney lawsuit is that the CEO of Disney made a statement that Disney did not support the proposed parental guide um, rights bill also known as a don't say gay, a gay bill um, the CEO of Disney said that who's they no did longer not, even there by right, the way that they did not support that and as a result of that the governor has done everything he's done. So again, it was a 
an elected official going after a private corporation private over a statement that a CEO did. So a lot of people are saying that this can be a precedent for that. It may or may not. Um, I mean, obviously, you're talking about two huge behemoths because this is a, a little commissioner and a little local business versus the governor of Florida and the well, Walt Disney how, Corporation. But that's how precedents sometimes come when, when you argue precedent. Well, you, well, you, you use certain Well, cases. they do, but but here the recourses and the resources are much, much bigger. Of course, of course. Because you're talking about the Disney Corporation. So... You know, we'll see, but these are the type of important things that you have to keep an eye out because I say I say this to people, as somebody who, who, who works in politics, I say this to people all the time. We waste so much time talking about general office, like the president and the, and Congress mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that. And I mean, obviously, that's very important. Who who is the president? Um, who is you know who's in Congress? Those are very important roles. But what affects your life on a daily basis is local government. Yep. Local government. Who's your Who's in your school board? Who's Who are your commissioners? Who is your mayor? Right. Who is in your city council? Those are the things that affect your Judges. everyday life. Judges. Um. Your everyday life. So, it's important to take those things seriously, and 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 most importantly, hold accountability to those people because those people can very easily. I mean, here in Miami, I mean, I imagine that all areas have their own thing, but here in Miami, you just have to say communism and socialism, and people's right. heads explode, and that's how you get people to vote for you. It doesn't matter what your is your agenda. It's no longer about what you can offer your constituents. It's about getting your constituents to be afraid of the opposition, right. right? And and that's what's happened here. And as a result, this man, you know, allegedly has done some terrible things and, and, and gone after businesses and all that. I mean, people that we're very close to in the podcast, yeah. you know, Danny and Rose from, from Sandwich uh, were, were witnesses, were witnesses yeah. of, you know, the hard time they had um, in, in connection or in relation to uh, Joe Carollo. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of twists and turns, but it's important that those people that are in power be held accountable always, no matter what the political affiliation is. Question, because you keep saying allegedly, even though he's been found guilty, do we still need to use allegedly? Yes and no. Um, okay. it, I, I, that was a very, a, a yeah, very genuine um, question on my part. Usually they'll say convicted. Okay. You know, so-and-so okay. has been convicted or convicted fraudster, convicted this. Um, okay. I just use allegedly because, Pedro, let me tell you. <laughs> you know? no, 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 but I, but I, was, I was just curious, like, if, it, if it's something that even once, because, again, just because you were found guilty of something. Right. Maybe you did it. Maybe yeah. you didn't. I mean, there have been, mm. no, no, not with him, but I'm saying in general. Yeah. You know, there have been cases where things have been overturned, so I don't yeah. know. No, I haven't heard if he's going to appeal this. I imagine he is because I mean he can't it's pay. It's not the, ten thousand dollars. He can't pay the sixty million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and the taxpayers will not do it. Either. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I fumamos revolu. Oh yeah, you thought they were pissed about the Marlins Stadium. Yeah, I fumamos revolu. So you know. Oye, mi gente, it's June, and that means the start of summer. La Playa, vacation. And it's also National Dairy Month. Makes sense. Ice cream, milkshakes, cheese on your burger and the barbecue. Okay, I'm about to start drooling all over this microphone. (laughs) No, claro that you're drooling. Pretty much all those summer favorites are made with real Florida dairy products. Okay, so that means they're not only delicious, but also nutritious. And don't forget locally sourced. Okay, now I'm really looking forward to a Florida dairy summer. Bueno, in that case, visit floridamilk.com or lechedeflorida.com today for info on the benefits of dairy and more ways to enjoy dairy all year long. Also, don't forget to 
look for the number 12 under the sale by date on your gallon of milk. If it starts with a 12, it's Florida milk. All right. Are we thirsty? We are. It's about that so, time. It is. So I know who I'm going to give my last soda to. All right. You want to go first? As I hold my grimace. As you- so <laughs> so I'm actually going to give my last soda this, this week to somebody we follow. Okay. And I don't know if he follows us, but we follow him or I follow him. And it's this um, this Instagram user, uh, the real Chico305. So I'm oh, giving him my last okay. soda. I initially started following the real Chico305 because he's a huge sneakerhead. And yep, yep. I love my Jordans and my Air Max. <laughs> uh, in fact, one. I got a new pair today. I was going to say they're beautiful. Um, they are. They really are. Um I collect them. I love them. So that's how I, he got on my radar. But the reason why I'm giving the Real Chico 305 our last soda is for the following reason. We get so much shit as Miami sports fans for being bandwagoners, for being fake fans. Miami is always voted as like one of the worst sports cities in the country. And to be honest with you, you know, after having traveled throughout the country, you know, being a baseball fan, going to all these stadiums, I see, I see that, you know, we're very fair weather fans. We're very bandwagoners, you know, we don't go see people like they do in other cities. But this guy, the real Chico 305, dude, that guy went to Boston and was freaking giving it to the, you know, the people. He went to the garden in Boston and he was like repping Miami. And, you know, anytime that you can fucking stick it to Boston, you're you're, you're good in my book. Yes. And he also, before that, when the Heat were in New York, he was, uh, he went to Madison Square Garden for the Knicks and he was like, you know, having like a ball there, repping Miami. So I'm like, dude, this guy is like going to all these baseball, all these uh, basketball games and repping Miami. And like, he's a real fan. And you know what? We get so much shit for not having real fans that this guy is out there doing this. So the real Chico 305, you get my last soda this week on Pero Let Me Tell You. So enjoy. Well, that's a that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I know. I know. Anytime somebody can stick it to Boston, you're automatically going to give them all of the sodas. That Godforsaken city. All of the I, sodas. I I'm sorry, not sorry for any listeners we have there. So, it's been a while since you referenced Demi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so for my last soda, as I as I mentioned, sorry, like the, the volume sounded a little off to me. Um, so as I mentioned, I'm I'm going to try to spotlight you know um, Latin members of the LGBTQ community or, or, you know, people who are doing things um, to really just put the spotlight on pride. And so this week, Entertainment Weekly put out their annual pride uh, issue. Uh, now it's digital because everything is digital. Is Entertainment Weekly digital now? It's predominantly digital So now. you can't find it on the newsstand anymore? I think they're putting out like a monthly just for shits and giggles. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty much. And the cover boy, the cover model this year is somebody who has actually been on our show, mm-hmm. Harvey Guillen. Oh, yeah. So he plays a Guillermo on What We Do in the Shadows. But, um, you know, I'm going to give it to him, not just because he's been on our show. And and for the record, you know what, everybody? He was on our show before he really blew up. He was. He, he was. was on our show really was, before. what, season three, I believe? Not even. It was like maybe season two at best. Yeah. Like it was It was right at the beginning. Um, But one of the things I love about him is how he's just in the last year, year or two really blown up. And, you know, he's just been unapologetic, unapologetically himself. And, you know, when you really stop and think about it, you know, here's, here's a Mexican-American kid who's, you know, doesn't fit the body type of your you know the typical hollywood you know star that you know oh, you got to go lose weight you got to do this and da, 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 da. and on top of that 
you know, he identifies he identifies as queer. So I'm going to use the word that he uses to identify you know, himself. And yet he's been nominated for so many awards. He went to the Met Gala this year. Mm-hmm. He's doing like voiceover work with Antonio Banderas and Salma Hayek in the last Puss in Boots And he movie. was freaking hilarious in... Um, I mean, in uh, ¿cómo se llama este show? In what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. He's that that hilarious. was awesome in that he, show. On in the Harley Quinn animated series on Max, he voices my favorite superhero, Nightwing. So I just wanted to give him, you know, our, our last soda. But I also wanted to read a quote uh, from him that that was in Entertainment Weekly because I think it's just something to keep in mind, regardless of where you fall on on the spectrum of the LGBT community. If you fall at all, even if you're just an ally, um, he said. When you realize that all that matters is that you're happy with who you are when you look in the mirror, then everyone else can go F off. Yeah. And I think that's just such a perfect little, you know, capsule for for Pride Month, but also for the whole, you know, for the whole year. For life. For life. <laughs> for life. You know, it's, it's a life model. Don't you rain on my parade. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a life model. So my last soda goes out to, you know, uh, Harvey Guillen. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um He's super talented. Um, good. Uh, the real Chico 305 and Harvey are so does. You know, speaking of pride and, and uh, gay content, we have to give it up to Que Pasa USA, <laughs> who in the 70s. Another pioneer. Another pioneer. <laughs> a gay themed episode. Which now, well, we were joking about it. There is actually a club now on South Beach called Heaven, which was the name of a club that they go to oh in that God, episode. They have to have pictures of, of them. <laughs> they have to. So, you know, I, I, I've said this before. Watching that episode as a kid, I didn't get it. I didn't, I'm like, why, not. why are they being so secretive? Why are they like putting the their glasses on when they go to the club? Yeah, and then the like, whole, I'm looking for a dad type myself. Yeah, that, like, that, that cool. I mean, <laughs> really flew by. I'm no, Pepe's like, I'm looking for my son. He's like, I'm looking for a father type myself. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't know what but that means. But if you think about it, like that was some, well, I mean, all of Que Pasa you say was sharp writing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like some really good writing, yeah. you know? And I remember, yeah, being a kid, I'm like, pero, pero, ¿por qué? ¿Qué and I love, I love the end when they're leaving and, and Antonio's down the dancing dance with Patria. With Pat- <laughs> Freaking awesome. Wait, before we go, um, to those of you who are in the area, this Sunday, um, June 4th, uh, the R Center is having their annual community dance, which this year is going to feature um, singer Martha Wash. Mm-hmm. Who, so in view, you're like, who's Martha Wash? You know Martha Wash. She sings It's Raining Men. She you sings, don't tell me. I know who Martha Wash everybody, is. <laughs> she sings Everybody, Everybody. All, basically, all the songs that were popular all, all, for all CNC the, Music yeah, Factory. All, all, the, all the songs that they stole her voice. <laughs> right. Strike so, it up. <laughs> yes, strike it up. Exactly. Um, so everybody, she's, she's going to be performing. So they are doing from one to three. Ow. I love it. Do it. Do it. The whole background. From one to three. Three, they are doing uh, a family friendly. I can't compete with this. I can't compete with this. Everybody dance now. Well, I mean, I, you wanted Martha Watts. I did, but now I'm regretting my decision. <laughs> so from one to three, on, they're going to do um, a family friendly thing at three o'clock. Essentially, they're going to get Let everybody out of the plaza, and then they're going to have. Um, it's just going to be adults only from three to five or three to six. So Martha Wash, um, but. And it's a free event. 
it's a free event. You know, we love the Arch Center. So there, that was my, Ow. if you could hear it over his singing. Oh, and also Saturday, there if will you be, hear it over Bing Pampoyo Pum, will be at Jay Wakefield yes. at Winwood. Winwood, yes. So yeah. anyway, well, everybody, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned. And as always, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Have a great weekend. Yeah, all right. Cuídense, mi gente. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.